0: Welcome to Theatre Club. This is the podcast that brings you theatre news, theatre reviews and theatre themed booze.
1: Welcome to another episode of Theatre Club. I'm Oscar.
0: I'm Alice. And I'm Madeline.
1: This week we're going to be reviewing a very expensive poison, at the Old Vic, Big the Musical, which has just opened at the Dominion Theatre. Yeah, you
2: didn't know you'd seen that. I did didn't know you'd it. seen that. Oh yeah. my god, you are sneaky. Yeah. Why didn't you tell
1: me? Surprise. <laughs> and the final review will be Shilda at the Vaults Theatre. But first, Al, did you see, I didn't know if you'd seen it, I did post it on our Instagram, so you may have done, but the film version of Romeo and Juliet, Kenneth McMillian's Romeo and Juliet.
0: McMillian? <laughs>
1: Kenneth oh, McMillian's... <laughs> So the Royal Ballet's version of Romeo and Juliet, choreographed by Kenneth MacMillan, has been filmed by the Ballet Boys. No way. On location in Budapest last year, and it's being released in cinemas for one day only, and then it's going to be on BBC this Christmas. Oh. So it's like a live action ballet. So So do people talk? No, it's a full ballet. Do you want to see the trailer?
0: Yes,
2: please.
1: I've shown Instagram, so... My favourite. So it's the full Kenneth MacMillan choreography... Danced by the Royal Ballet, and but they filmed it like a real film oh, on location. I see. It looks quite good, doesn't it? Oh my
0: god, Francesca Hayward.
1: Francesca Hayward, who is soon to star in the Cats movie, the Cats Ew. adaptation. She's playing Juliet, and it's uh, William Bracewell, is it?
0: Oh my god, who's that hot guy? Matthew Ball. Oh, it's Matthew, Matthew Ball. Matthew Ball is
1: playing uh, Mikushin. Oh, that's, is that
0: Christi- Kirsten McNally? Kirsten
1: McNally playing the Nursemaid.
0: I love her!
1: It looks good, doesn't it? Dramatic.
0: Oh my goodness! Well, I mean, what a fantastic! I mean, the Royal Ballet's Romeo and Juliet is kind of like the, it's the
1: iconic one. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Kenneth MacMillan.
0: Oscar, well, I can't
1: why can't say is it? That so Kenneth funny, MacMillan. I keep trying to say million, but um, yeah, it's going to be in cinemas. A, like a selected Curzon cinemas are going to show and then it's going to be on BBC, I believe, sometime around the Christmas period.
0: And what I love about the fact that the ballet boys have filmed it is that we know it's going to have the treatment and love and care of dancers filming dancers
1: yeah if you go on their instagram that's where i saw the trailer Good spot, I think it, huh? yeah it looks like it's gonna be very cool do you have a top tip for us Al?
0: i do have a top tip this week um and it's quite close to home it's a play that's going to be on the stoke newington town hall which is my neck of the woods um it's written by zoe ashton
1: Am I saying uh, yeah, her name yeah. right? Zawa? I think you said Zawa. Zawa. Zawa Ashton from Fresh Meat, the TV series. Oh yeah, you do see it. I think it's Zawa or Zawa. Zawa Ashton. Zauer Ashton. And
0: she was in The Maids that we loved mm-hmm, at the track we did studios. She's written this play and it's called For All the Women Who Thought They Were Mad. And it's going to examine the cognitive forces that conspire against women of colour in the UK. It's going to be on from the 14th of October to the 19th of November. Ticket prices are £15. Pounds, if you want, uh, if you're under 30, we're a student. 25 pounds for unallocated seats, or 35 pounds means you get a, a seat selected when you arrive.
1: So cool. I'm not sure which one I would do. I would just go for the 25 pounds unallocated. because I, well, I live advice. so close, yeah, so. so I can absolutely. probably get there.
0: I can probably get down there kind of early and yeah. make sure you get good seats. Um, I'm really excited about it. Because somebody starring in it called Jennifer Dixon, who I saw in a play last week at the Bunker Theatre called Willow, which was really good. I didn't review it um, for the show because it it was only on for like three nights. It was so good. You guys would have loved it. It was about oh. this couple called Gabby and Lottie and it was basically examining, it's a play written by Jennifer Kerris and it examines like their relationship from both sides so Gabby kind of explains why they've broken up and then goes through all these you know how you would with a friend you're like when you look back on it you're like all these sort of moments where you're like I didn't support them in that moment or then we had that huge argument but then they bring on Lottie she's sort of there watching Gabby tell it, and she's like that's not how it happened and then they redo that scene it was really good Ooh. and jennifer dixon was amazing in it so she's in um she's in this play and it's not actually been announced that she's casting it so that's kind of
1: oh
2: good goss
0: huh
1: yeah that sounds good i'd like to see what zo ashton has has to offer us for yeah. all the
0: women who thought they were mad is quite a good title as well isn't it it is brilliant so that's my top tip for the week uh it's on sale now let's book it Okay, more on that later. I'm shuffling papers. Come on. Shuffle, on. shuffle, shuffling Next on. item.
1: Madeline, next item. Can you tell us about a very expensive poison at the at the Old Vic? Because I'm dying to hear what you thought because I've heard a lot of mixed things.
2: So, yes, I saw a very expensive poison at the Old Vic, um, which is a story of the spy in inverted commas, Russian spy, um Alexander Litvinenko who was poisoned on English soil, poisoned in London, and was in hospital and died, but was alive long enough to help the police investigate who may have poisoned him. Okay, so that's essentially the story, right? Interesting. This play is by Lucy Preble. That is how you say it, isn't it? It's like yeah. Pebble with an R.
1: I'd say Preble, but you'd say Preble.
2: Okay, Lucy Preble. That R, hun. Um who's young sort of everyone's watching her what's she gonna do next she did um she did the enron thing which i never saw you saw though did you no, not? No, no, Oh, I you didn't see it Um so she did and that it. and everyone was like oh my god she's like amazing then there's the most fabulous hbo drama called succession which she's had a hand in writing Actually, yes so great. succession is amazing hello top tip if anyone's not watched it succession hbo it's the best thing it's been on tally this year it's on Now uh, tv is on Now TV. Um, next thing, along with Euphoria. Okay, separate podcast. Right. So, um, <laughs> so everyone's like obsessed with Lucy Prebble and she's young and what she's doing. So then now she's obviously done this. And when I sort of heard about it and was like, oh, you know, and she's written this play about this. I'm thinking, oh my god, that sounds right on my street. Very interesting. Okay, I'm gonna say a phrase. Emperor's new clothes. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. Controversial, okay. right? To my mind, it's we see a lot of theatre, okay? And this show throws absolutely everything at it. At one point, I'm thinking of Coco Chanel's phrase of look in the mirror and just take one thing off. And that's this show we've got,
0: like <laughs> I love that expression, Madeline. Well, it makes it sound like you're about to strip. Like just look in the mirror, take one thing off. On. Yes. What it actually uh, means is what actually means. when you finish putting all your things on and you've already put like loads yeah. on, then just before you go, take the last thing you put on. yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> it's like, don't wear a necklace, earrings, hairband, bracelet, brooch. <laughs> Lose one. Yeah. Okay. So that's what this show's like. We've got puppets dancing lights. Um, breaking the fourth wall, talking to the audience we've got people coming into the audience we've got choreographed dance routines, we've got swapping, okay sorry this is the thing, And, and do you know what's interesting I have read a lot of reviews of it and not one review has mentioned this but this is my biggest problem with the play the play starts, the set worth saying is terrific, it's absolutely incredible, it reminded me Oscar what was the name of that play that Billy Piper did Yana Yerma right if anyone saw Yarma and it's like kind of in a box and this is what this is like it's it starts off in the sets there and it says box and then it basically kind of breaks away or it becomes different things and the set design was absolutely incredible it was so good so it starts with the widow of the guy who dies. And she's discussing with a lawyer about how they're going to get, you know, an inquest and is there going to be an inquest? And it's immediately you're kind of like, God, this is really sad. So the set's a cafe and then very quickly it's almost like it just sort of pulls apart and it suddenly becomes a hospital waiting room. And that all of that was absolutely seamless. It was really amazing to watch. So now we've got sort of hospital waiting room and it's the wife and Alexander, um, Sasha, they call him, and they've come in and he's obviously not well at all. And the nurse is sort of talking to... And so husband and wife are talking to one another in Russian accents, okay? Mm. When they talk to a nurse or interact with anyone else, they go into East London accents. Why? Exactly, right? And what it was doing, because what then the play does, it kind of then goes... And here's where it is. And then it's like, and now let's rewind as to how on earth did he end up being in hospital? Hmm. So then we get all that. So it's whenever they're basing it in London or they're telling something that happens in London, you know, talk a lot like that, you know, and we go going in the hospital because he's not feeling well. But when we are in the hospital, we will talk to each other. Sorry, that's French. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's suddenly this, and don't get me wrong, it's very good and they're very good at each accent. The acting's impeccable. But you just keep thinking... What? Why are you bothering? What does this yeah. mean? Just
1: Why using is this... too many techniques? It's
2: it, This was technique heavy. It's it had too much going on. Unless if you have only ever seen proscenium arch theatre, mm. then this free, this will blow your mind. It's like a
1: crash course of basically every technique. This you is can a crash in the course
2: in techniques of theatre. But I, I mean, don't get me wrong, Lucy Preble, I will want to see what she does next. The writing essentially was good. Maybe that's it. It was quite hard. It was like: is the writing annoying me? Is the direction annoying me? The direction like the annoyed direction me. is to blame. Yeah. So if you do want to see a very expensive poison, which I would recommend it, yeah, it is interesting and it does. That sorry, n- another point we're saying is that if you've read anything about this case, you're not learning anything new. You know, oh. like at all. Like at the end, it's essentially it's so so sad and so so tragic what happened to that man caught in the midst of just absolute politics bollocks that it all that kind of puppets and dancing and inflatable cocks it really detracted from essentially what is just one of the most tragic injustices in mm. that we've all bore witness to because it was that kind of played out in the in the newspapers you mm. know and you did i thought all of it really kind of took away from it yeah, but if you want to go and see it, very expensive poison on at the old Vic, on to the fifth of October. Worth saying as well, there wouldn't really be a bad seat in the house because there is so much going on. Um, That's a good point, everyone yeah. would have a good vantage point.
1: So, Alice has actually provided the cocktail for today.
2: She has.
1: And this is drink called. Drink
0: Drink This up my is curtains. called
1: a very inexpensive poison.
0: How dare you! You don't know how much I paid for this
2: baby sham. Well, honey, you do shop in savers.
1: <laughs> so this today... Some people may or may not be familiar with baby sham, but the glasses are collectible. You see them in the little these lovely little coupe glasses, and Alice, you've always collected them. But I've never actually seen the drink baby sham anywhere. Where did you find this?
0: Um, I found it in a boutique liquor store that <laughs> deals with um, vintage uh, aperitifs, and it's Random. called Savers. Maybe. I bloody yeah. knew
2: it was it's from I bloody I know you so well <laughs> I
0: saw it in savers and I thought oh I'm having that
1: and it's very it's quite it was considered to be quite it was from 70s right and it's considered yeah. to be a bit naff so this is a very inexpensive poison because it's the cheap stuff it's basically like a sort of champagne it's, it's called, called? Perry. It's a, um, a sparkling Perry.
2: Refreshing sparkling Perry.
1: But I love having out these little baby sham glasses.
2: It's cute, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and feel you've like even got got, Alice's got a
1: whole lovely little um, drinks cart thing, and you've got the little baby sham glasses bunny. Oh, I've got as baby well. bunny. I'm going to put a picture. No, of it it's on not a Instagram. bunny, hun. It's not a a bunny. bunny. What's the thing that's not a bunny?
0: It's a deer. It's a deer. It's a Bambi.
1: I'm thinking of Bambi, and I'm thinking of his little friend. Oh yeah, Thumper.
0: Thumper. Thumper. It's actually quite nice.
1: I've got to say. It is it's not so really sweet. Yeah, yeah, but it makes it quite eminently drinkable, doesn't it? Mm. Mm. Yes, it is a little Lamborghini-esque.
0: Another interesting news, the those Perizone fizzing tablets are back in stock, Mads. <gasps> £1.39.
1: What's Perizone fizzing okay. tablets?
0: They're these like fizzing tablets that Madeline put me onto, because like London water is so hard. Oh, you know disgusting. how you get that film in your toilet? Yeah. So you pop one in the toilet... And they fizz up, and then in the morning you just flush the toilet and your lime scale's gone. Yeah. They're £2.49 in Robert Dyer's.
1: Well, not only are we providing <laughs> theatre tips for people for cheap tickets, we're also telling you how to descale your toilet. We've really
0: bought the toilet. The tone. glamour.
1: <laughs> um, speaking of the glamour, so we got press tickets to go and see Big, which was quite exciting because we had talked about it. Yep. Big, of course, is a film from 1988 starring Tom Hanks. They then made a musical on Broadway in 1996.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't either.
1: So it's already been a musical. Susan Stroman directed it, who did The Producers. Um, It's music by David Shear and lyrics by Richard Maltby Jr. And so it was on Broadway. It didn't do very well at all. It kind of, yeah, it sort of came out the same year as Rent, I think. So it was just, it was overshadowed, closed. It's not really been revived again since. This production has already been in Plymouth, I believe, and now it's opening in the West End. And there is
0: so much press, I feel, around this production of big. Like everywhere, look—it's on buses, yeah.
1: it's
2: on the tube. I mean, well, it's—it's
1: like... it's a kind of—it's a very well-known film, and it's starring Jay McGuinness, who won Strictly Come Dancing. And so was a... in the Wanted. And he was in the Wanted. The also, World. Kimberley Walsh is in it from Girls Aloud. Wendy Peters is in it from Coronation Street. Matthew Kelly is in it, who used to be a big TV host. They're covering all their bases. They're throwing a wide every net. Dem-
0: every demographic, isn't it?
1: Exactly. And so this is a big shiny musical on at the Dominion. Big set and it basically it follows the story of the film pretty much verbatim they haven 't changed a lot in terms of the story, so if you 've seen big, a young boy goes to a fair and he likes this girl and he 's not tall enough to ride the roller coaster with her um, and he then finds this sort of booth that 's got like a, a fortune teller Zoltar, and he wishes to be big wakes up the next morning and he 's suddenly in the body of a full grown man
0: which had, which at that moment in the musical, Jay McGuinness gets out of bed and he's got on his, like... Pajamas. Baby pajamas, but obviously he's grown so he does that whole looking in the mirror like, whoa! But he's essentially now got a tank top on so you can just see the abs. Ew. And that kind of is...
1: That's the vibe. That's
0: the vibe. It's... We're hitting that because the girls are going to like him. Woo! Yeah. And then... I'm so hot for a ten-year-old boy who's now got
2: abs! Well, Well, the premise...
1: Yeah, the premise of the film... That's one of the main flaws, is that some of it is a bit weird and icky, because obviously he goes to work at this toy company, he manages to get a job, meets a woman there, and they have a sexual relationship. Yeah. And that's a problem with the film, but it kind of gets by in this... It was a, the 80s. It was the 80s, it's got that sort of charm to it, it's Tom Hanks, you just kind of look over it, in this there's a bit like, Ooh, it's a bit weird, but... Where do we start with the production? Is big, it's glossy. The sets are really good. The sets good. are fantastic. Sometimes it is nice. I like seeing sets where they're kind of, you know, clever and interesting. This is kind of more true to life. Big, you know, the full house, like a sort of cross section of his house at home with the that bedroom, opens and, up and
0: you've got the mum downstairs cooking with the baby, and they've set it in the eighties, so it's quite fun watching the, yeah. the his friends were all in eighties clothes. And a the big... mum's all wearing Laura Ashley dresses and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. yes, even the colour schemes of the kitchen are all like pale yellows and stuff. It's, it's glossy. And Wendy Peters as the mum is really good. She, her, she's she got a really strong voice. Yeah, she was very good. Reminds me who she good? is?
1: She was in Corrie. If you oh, all right, Corrie, okay. yeah, right.
2: I'll look at a picture on her.
0: And then he goes to this toy shop where he meets Matthew Kelly, who I thought was also really good.
2: So he's the older boss guy Plain who's yeah. like you've got to tell me, you know, yeah, your ideas, me, kid. Yeah, you love yeah. playing with
0: toys, and he's all right. sort of innocent, and there's a lot of jokes about how he's just like, why do you like playing with toys if you don't have any children of your own? And then his friend Mike turns up, and he's like, is this your son? He's love like, he's not my son, he's my best friend. Yeah, he
1: was good, the little boy who played the friend. It had some charming moments, and when Kimberly arrived, I was quite impressed, actually. Her American accent was on point.
0: Yeah, she did, no, can, she's good at dancing.
1: And her voice is nice. Problem is, the music in this show, the actual musical element of the musical... Is pretty dire. Music and lyrics. Music and lyrics. I don't know which is worse.
0: And not good, Mads.
1: Really, Because I I mean, I'm
2: just... Is it just totally descriptive? So is yeah, like, when they go to
0: the toy I shop... I'm not older, I don't know... Yeah, duh, 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 when they go Ugh. to the toy shop, it's we make toys, we make toys every day.
1: It's not melodic. And when I was in the sort of... When I went to the loo in the interval, in the gent's loo, I was sort of thinking a lot of these guys are they have been brought there by their girlfriends or wives. And I thought, these are the sort of people who say, I hate musicals, it's just people bursting into song for no reason. That's like the classic line I hear over and over. Watching this musical, I was like... People are just bursting into song for no reason. Yeah, and they're I not even songs. That, yeah. It's not music. It's not entertaining. Nothing moves you.
0: And then the iconic bit of the film that everyone remembers is when he goes to the toy shop And he's playing on the piano. And it's just so good. And that bit of the musical was a letdown. Because oh no! Though I thought you set... were going to say that was the one. Fabio. No. Even though the sets are amazing, they've chucked money at these slick sets. I mean, the set is fantastic. They have they? a
1: piano keyboard, Aye. but it's it's not being operated actually by the pressure of them treading on it. So if they misstep, the wrong key lights up. Right. And so there's not even that element of like all oh, the risk of are they yeah. going to are they going to play this bit right. So that's kind of boring, and then it doesn't really develop into a bigger on for number. Quite a long
0: time, and they should have done it with tap, or they they should yes. have done something there where you went, "Oh my god,
2: the energy that was amazing!" It was so it. basic. He should be sliding on his knees across the something. keys, and there should be.
1: It was yeah. just that was when it got to that bit. I thought, oh, okay, basic. it's kind of downhill from here. And I the other thing is, I don't know who this is aimed at. Is this a show for kids or is this a show for adults? Because it's about a child, but it's also about a ch- an adult and it's about an adult relationship. Yeah, between but you can say that about woman. the film.
0: Who's the film for?
1: I don't know, I guess the film works no, on every level. the film level. worked on every level, because it was it This doesn't work on every was... level, because I think kids might be a bit bored by this. It seems like a fun concept to make a musical about, and this has not been successful. No. but the um. reason to bring it into the West End, because ha- it's obviously an existing musical, no one's got the score out of the cupboard and gone, actually, this needs to be made again. Let's dust this off. What they've done is, as I stood outside, two different groups of people who walked past me saw it that weren't coming, but saw the post and were like, oh, big, I want to see that. They know the film. It's just recognition. Yeah. It's a financial decision. Yeah. They hope they'll get enough people in based on the fact that it's a film that people know. Because I was not... saying to
0: Oscar, what it really reminded me of, um, if I, like on a similar level, is 9 to 5, as in fantastic costume, fantastic sets, fantastic lighting, like slick, mm. great ideas. But what 9 to 5 has got that this doesn't have is music that works lyrics, yeah where you're like that's funny that's a funny mm. clever thing that dolly parton's done that this is what that's what's letting that's the only yeah. thing letting this down there's
1: one sort of song called cross the line that's the only one that kind of is memorable and they do it again as an encore and they do a big glitzy encore and everyone's standing up and you think oh everyone's going to go out thinking they had a great time because that they really punch up the last number as big as they possibly can to be like you've had a good night in the theater but you haven't trust me
0: big was a big disappointment
1: big big disappointment so that you haven't sounds, missed out on yeah. anything
0: big show big flop
1: it's only running until the 2nd of november it's a limited be engagement done. but this is it'll it be done they'll like... get their money people go six and know the film tickets are quite expensive the, the cheapest you can get is 30 quid at the very very back and then it's kind of 40 50 60 but up to Madeline's, 96 timeout Time have got an
2: offer oh, yeah, they are doing, doing offers, offers. timeout out I've got an offer
0: today ticks are doing 15 pound ones
1: oh you can see it for cheap um I just think when there's nine to five on Waitress, Waitress Mamma Mia, just go see something else.
0: Interesting. Thanks, guys.
1: So let's have the, our final review, which um, is something that just you went to see, Alice, which is on at the Vaults Theatre, which was called Shilda.
0: I went to see Shilda at the Vaults Theatre, which stars, written and choreographed by Jeanette Bayardell. I think that's how you say her name. And this caught my eye because she was in The Colour Purple yeah. and also in Sister Act. And she's got an amazing voice, and she's written this um, musical, it's a one-woman solo show, and it did really well in America, and she's brought it over here, it's the UK premiere. And it's um, a true story about her friend that she went to school with, and they both grew up together in the Bronx, and she plays all the roles. She plays the teacher, she plays the boyfriend, she plays her mum, and... It's, it's a really sad story, but it's also a really powerful story and an uplifting story. And it kind of reminded me um, of the Whitney Houston documentary, Can I oh Be God. Me? Oh, mm. God. That kind of, where, it, where you, because you see somebody's relationship with her mother, and that's how, much, how it affected her creativity, and how somebody has so much promise, and then one bad thing happens, and it ruins the rest of her life. Yeah. And then it deals with drugs and abortion. And it's just a really amazing story. And I think it's really, really worth saying. I absolutely love so it. Means, music, it. it. Oh, wow. yeah, it's got music, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got music in it. And her voice is incredible. I was watching it and I was thinking, you should download the soundtrack and listen to it because there's some songs in there that really? you would love. And yeah. has
1: she written them, did you say?
0: Yep, she's done it all. So wow. she's, it's just like, she's done everything. She does everything. That's incredible. It's, it's, I mean, it's 80 minutes and it's she's oh, on I stage. She doesn't stop. I mean... At one minute, she did a kind of funny thing where she's like in the middle of a big power ballad so- song. Um, and she goes over and she's like, I need a drink. She's like, it's thirsty work, do You know, And she yeah. kind of oh, like, wow. breaks the fourth wall, which I kind of liked and didn't like. Um, but people thought it was really funny. I think that probably would go down very well in America, that kind of thing. But um, yeah. English people are quite intense, I think, in the theatre. Yeah. I feel like uh, it doesn't we're not as ready to laugh sometimes when we
1: Or I think we get scared of not like, you know, audience participation. So you think you're getting one thing when someone breaks through the wall you're like, "Oh my god, we were just sitting back enjoying. Are we going to have to be involved yes. now?" Is she are, is I do us to answer it. Yeah. when she I says... don't. I'm
0: like, "Why are we stopping now?" Yeah. Um so I'm not sure if I like that bit, but it was just amazing and yeah, I, would, I was like, would I recommend it? Because I went and saw it on my own, but I was like, you would love it, you would love it, please go and see it. It's so good. Really. The only thing that I, um, if I had to have a criticism, and I read this also in another review, was that because there's so many huge songs and she's got such an amazing vocal range, there are too, almost too many good songs. She kind of like rattles them off one after the other and they kind of lose their impact. Okay. So, like, this big mm. number at the end, and I think, God, if I'd have. If that had been the only big number, I would have been probably crying right now. Wow! But because I've had three others before it throughout the show, mm. I've already seen you reach that note and like belt yes, it out. Build to it, okay. and I, it would have been better to have had just that one big one at the end. We are like, "Oh gosh, what a great ending!" kind of thing. So that was the only thing. But her voice is incredible. It's so powerful. I think also because she's probably written and starred in it and kind of done it all the musical arrangement herself. Nobody's probably gone. You need to pull it back. Yeah, you I don't need this. to, yeah, let's quiet in that bit. Yeah, let's, do you mean? I'm not sure if anyone would have done that. But oh, God, I just love it. And she's so nice. She gave a speech at the end and she's just, and it's an incredible story. It's really, it's really, really good. So please go and see Shilda. Um, it's an amazing, amazing play and um, amazing musical. Great um to see it in such a perfect venue as well. Like the vaults at the Waterloo it's underneath yeah. the arches. It feels so intimate and I think it's a perfect I'm really glad that she's done it there. And what's the seating
2: like? Is it like we cabaret tables or No,
0: it's just like a little bit of the charing Cross Theatre where it's sort of raked. There's not okay. a bad seat in the house. And it's very minimal set, really cool band at the back through some sort of corrugated iron. Wow. It kind of feels like you are in the Bronx. It's really good. So it's on from it's on now, and it finishes on the thirteenth of October. Tickets are twenty seven pounds fifty, um, but there are offers running. I've seen them on um, what's on stage doing an offer at the minute for fifteen pound seats. So I definitely recommend it. Go and see it. It finishes on the thirteenth of October. shoulder is a hit. Good. I would quite like to see that. Download the, uh, download the soundtrack Oscar because I think you'd really like some really, of the songs in it. Yeah, yeah. big. You know, Colour Purple. Like
1: yes, I heard it's got a gospely kind of vibe. Got, so yeah. like it. And- oh interesting okay
0: so what have we got coming up in the next episode
1: oh in the next episode we've got some really good shows actually we've got falsettos at the other palace which we've been looking forward to for a long time yes that's come
0: from Broadway baby so
1: I'm really interested that one we'll be reviewing that we're also going to review um Blood Wedding which is on at The Young Vic mm-hmm. and that was something we booked last year when we booked the whole season it was one of the last ones we booked knowing nothing about it so we'll have a review of that and also Madeline you're going to review the dark fields that we mentioned a couple of episodes ago yep. which is the immersive i am dying to hear about
0: this because i was too much of a chicken shit to go myself yeah because i can't handle immersive theater i get too anxious
1: especially as one of them's about a plane so that sounded quite scary to me my worst nightmare so looking forward to hearing about that so until next time do follow us on instagram at theater cub podcast let us know if you saw a very expensive poison what you thought because it's a kind of polarizing Absolutely. show i would like to know what people thought of it Um, we want to
0: hear from the people
1: and don't forget to subscribe if you've got friends who are into theatre please tell them about our podcast get them to subscribe as well and thank you so much for listening
0: Bye. bye bye bye